Welcome back, mortals, to another incredible episode of the Wizarding World Live podcast. I'm, of course, your host, as always, the immortal wizard, Amorius Franco. And joining me, always here in the interdimensional studio, he's evil, he hates summer, he's, he's my best friend. Please welcome Soren Summer's Bane. Oh, it's good to be on. Good to be back on a regular schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, yeah. Back, uh, back on a schedule for the first time. It's truly incredible. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean... This, this guest is coming up. I'm excited about but I'm also a little skeptical here because he's sure. not... He, well, he's, when we booked him, you know... He said magic. He said he was a magic investor. And we're like, okay, well, investment is kind of magic on its own, so a magic investor must but be no. crazy. But it turns out it's, there's this card game called Magic the Gathering. And so I was a little bummed out, but it turned out actually to be a thrilling interview. Absolutely. Uh, a fascinating look into a world we didn't really know a whole lot about. Turns out... Magic investing is 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 magic. They're, they're not kidding. Uh, so we hope you'll enjoy our interview with Steve Sturvin, Magic Card Investor. But right, right before that, of course, we always have lucrative, lucrative sponsors. Please enjoy this message from our newest, most lucrative sponsor, Paul's Priesthood and Funeral Home. At Paul's Priesthood and Funeral Home, we take care of all of end-of-life needs, including resurrection, that's, That's right. right. We'll, we'll channel, channel all our priestly powers to find your grandma's soul in the great beyond. You'll say hello to your grandma as we bring her screaming against her will to the husk of flesh that you can't say goodbye to. Any questions? Hi, Paul. You know, I was wondering, how much is this miraculous service? <laughs> Paying in installments is a little bit difficult. We'd like to have gems, artifacts, or blood-for-blood blood payment. This is a funeral home and resurrection parlor? Do we have to have the whole funeral? It sounds complicated and expensive. It does. Uh, and Paul, uh, did you say against her will? <laughs> That's right. Here at Paul's, we don't like to say goodbye. We say hello. Don't say goodbye. At Paul's, we say hello. At the Jamboree. At the 73. Wow, Summer's Bane, what an amazing sponsor that was, huh? I, I'm i incredibly excited for it. I can't believe we scored him. But of course, the sponsor is never the star of the show. Star is always the guest. And this week, we have a wonderful mortal named Steve Sturvin, who's a magic card investor. And he's going to reveal to us the crazy, crazy, delightful world of magic card investing. Steve? <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Franco. Uh it's uh, exciting to be here. I, you know, frankly, oh, I uh, just uh, magic is magical. Let's just say that and get it, it out there. Hard approve. Yes, Pre- yes, yes. Preaching to the choir. <laughs> it's uh, it's unlike anything else. The, it's literally the world's most complicated game, as determined by MIT. And you know, those guys know complicated. Well, and they're also they also love love games. I would assume. Indeed. Oh, yes. Uh, I believe, I could be wrong about this, but I believe MIT is actually the source of a lot of games. Many game inventors uh, do it as a hobby. Oh, wow. Well, uh, yes. Oh, I, I didn't know that. That, that. that, I think, explains why so many recent board games are so heavy on math. Mm, oh, yes. absolutely. You know, I remember when chess was invented, and that blew everyone away. Oh yeah! But the other day, I played Axis and Allies. Uh, that was bonkers. Oh yes. Well, I can tell you that if that seemed complicated for you, you might not be ready for what's about to happen next. Okay. Oh. That's a that's a big claim there, Steve. 
<laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, I'm here to talk about Double Masters, which is a new okay. expansion okay. set from Wizards of the Coast, the preeminent company that prints Magic the Gathering cards. Yes, no relation. Uh, no. Well, not yet. Ooh. Uh-huh. But uh, Double Masters is a set of cards that uh, has been gifted to all of us uh, from uh, above, like some sort of divine mana. Oh. And, uh, ooh, I'm excited for it. <laughs> what, what is so exciting about this Double Master? Well, it's, uh, it's a, a series of reprints of uh, expensive cards, typically. Uh, ah. Rarer cards sometimes. Uh, I think it's gotten a higher rate of rarities than many cards, but the, uh, many card sets, but the, uh, interesting thing about it is that this, uh, these are all cards that have gone up in value, mostly, uh, or, or become harder to acquire somehow or another, uh, and some of these are, uh, artifacts, which, uh, oh. is, a, is a kind of you card. You piqued my of... interest? Oh, it's a kind of card, Indeed. okay. <laughs> uh, yes, it's a kind of card, it represents an artifact. Okay. And, uh, you know, some of these cards are uh, really beautiful. They've got great art. They've got uh, full art, uh, which, which means that instead of having the typical uh, frame and square image, uh, the art goes all the way to the edge of the card. Wow. 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 Now that is, uh, you know, uh, cards having frames. I, For a brief period in the early 2000s, I took up Pokemon, the, the trading card game. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it, uh, yes, it was fine for what it was. I expected to get a little more power because children had such belief in the cards. I thought I could extract a bit, you know, to pump myself up. Uh, but mostly I wound up hunting for a Charizard. But those cards oh. always have borders of some kind. So for for th- for them to go non-border, that's sort of breaking with trading card game tradition, is it not? It is. And it's a tradition that they started. So they're wow. able to break it. And it feels... Cool. It feels so cool. Hmm. But, of course, <laughs> just to speak to your Charizard experience, uh, in the late 90s, yes, yes. a lot of us lost our wives and families in the hunt for Charizard. <laughs> well, wow. I, not, uh, I didn't know that things that. were getting so intense in the mortal world. Because, uh, I mean, I, of course, was hunting in caves and such. Uh, you know, I went to the demiplane of foil card printing looking for some i didn't realize that here oh. on the mortal plane there was also intense danger around charizards oh yes you can't just acquire them at a local gaming store i mean you can but uh, other ways are also available to you like safari oh <laughs> like print your own oh, wait <laughs> do you mean literally oh yes i uh i spent a year and a half on safari okay. uh, oh, amazing in- uh, in search of the Charizard card, and I can tell you, there was not a single one in the African savanna that I found. It's unfortunate. So you, you went on an actual safari to Africa looking for the Charizard card and found none. I did. I did. That is correct. Uh, what sort wife. of dangers did... Oh, how, okay, yes. <laughs> Let's dive in there. How did you lose your wife on this Charizard safari? Uh, well, it's uh, it's a dark tale, but uh, she divorced me. Oh, oh. sorry. Well, I'm glad it's okay. she's not dead because it sounded like you, oh, yeah. she was. I dead. I thought you meant she had she like 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 she was fending off a lioness while you scrambled to open, you know, a, a, a fossil series booster. 
oh no, no, she just uh, got annoyed when I didn't come back. Okay. Oh, so well. she didn't even go with you? No, no. <laughs> did did you just leave without telling her? I said I was going out to look for cards. <laughs> hey, and where's the lie? Where's the lie? Not a lie. There was no lie. It was one hundred percent truthful. I'm interested in your speculation game that you were talking about. So you said that you are not just a card collector; you're an investor. Can you tell me a little oh, bit yes. about how you invest? Oh well, uh, you you buy cards and uh, sit on them, and eventually, if you're lucky, they go up in value. Uh, and your butt, like your butt is, uh, is what drives the price up. I'm sorry, no, no, I don't think so. It might be my butt. Hmm. Well, you're sitting Not on yourself. them. Investigate my butt. Maybe that was mm. too lowbrow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so, so you you hold on to the cards and uh, wait for the prices to go up. Uh, ideally, yes. Now there are some that you can just tell there are cards that will go up in value, and some of it is keeping an eye on what's coming out and then uh, purchasing singles uh, as well as buying boxes to sit on. Uh, I try to buy two to three booster boxes, which is a box typically containing 300 mm-hmm. to 360 cards. And wow. uh, I'll just stick them in a closet for a few years. And then there's a lot of cards. eBay. Oh yes, it is. My closet is another reason my wife was not pleased with me. <laughs> she couldn't fit any shoes in there. She could not. Well, where's her space? You know, uh, she lives in Jacksonville now. Oh, Florida? Yes. Oh, that's too bad. Fate worse than death, Florida. <laughs> yes, I, I would agree. Uh, now, did, but, uh, did, did she ever have a hobby? Like, was there ever any back and forth about, like, what she likes to collect or find? Oh, certainly, yes. She had a fantastic seashell collection. Oh, did she sell those nice. seashells? Oh, no, she just uh, appreciated them for their aesthetic value and, uh, you know, just enjoyed them. Got it. The way a more basic person enjoys something, I suppose. Shots fired, ex-wife. I (laughs) guess you could say I've got a little bit of anger held up in my heart. Hey, look, if I were divorced while I was on safari trying to secure my family's financial future, I'd have a little chip on my shoulder, too. Thank you. No one has ever said it like that. Thank you. <laughs> that it actually... takes a truly magical mind to come from that angle. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was interested in, in knowing a little bit of the money you could make. So let's say oh, I'm an yeah. investor. Let's, I've let's taken talk a few dollars years. and cents. Yeah, how much money could I make in a speculative market about uh, just prior to a big uh, sell-off? Ooh, well, it really depends on the set and the stock that you have. But, uh, for instance, the... Uh, the block of card releases that got me most excited about the card game uh, nigh on 20 years ago, uh, the, the Urza's Cycle, which uh, is made up of three different sets, Urza's Saga, Urza's Destiny, and Urza's Legacy. And all three of those sets now have uh, increased so exponentially because of the overpowered nature of the cards that were released uh-huh. at that time that uh if you look for a sealed box uh that has not been opened that is all still in the packs in in the boosters inside the box are unopened uh those go for thousands of dollars wow when they were 99 i think when it was first retail 
Uh, so th- that's a that's a fine example of just that's how much it can go. This is huge real appreciation huge, whoa, value. Incredible. And so you now said it, that this new twenty years old though, so there there is a little bit wow. of a a shift in value over time. Well, sure, but I mean, so well, for example, like so, if if you could travel back in time and purchase one uh, one uh, you know case of booster packs, I apologize if that's not the right term. Which set would it be? And exactly which year would you need to go do it? Ooh, uh, I mean, I think it probably would be Urza's Saga. That that is such a bomb set. And uh, part of the reason why it's so much more expensive than uh, many others is, one, age, uh, two, rarity. There was just not as many cards printed at that time. Uh, So the overall number of cards is fewer in the market. Uh, As well as some of the cards in that set are just incredibly broken. There's a series of lands that are all each each card now individually goes for hundreds of dollars, uh, and and wow. there was a few of them. Uh, I believe there was a whole cycle of those cards in in that set, and they, uh, for, for example, Gaia's Cradle is one of them. It's a land that uh, you can tap. They made a card out of, out of Gaia's Cradle, mana, and uh, it gives you mana equal to the number of creatures you control. That, well, crazy. that that seems broken. Like, yeah, I, for anybody. I don't know that it. much about the game because, of course, I deal more with real magic. But that sounds broken. It is incredibly broken, which is why it's a four hundred dollar card now. That so, makes sense, and you know, and, and I, I've also been to the actual Gaia's Cradle. It's lovely, and it's uh, nice to hear that it's getting you know some some press as a card. Oh well, that's I I would love to visit that sometime. That sounds impressive. You want? I mean, we can go over to the show. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I've never left the plane, the material plane. I, I oh. oh right, yes, that, please. That, that makes total sense. No, yeah, oh, 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 yeah. I guess we. I'm surprised this didn't come up earlier. We can yeah. take Wait, you. I'm sorry. Like, Hold on. We can Pause take you like into Pause the cards. Yeah. Is magic real? Oh yeah, yeah. You, oh, we are. Yeah. We are oh. actually wizards. That's why we've been kind oh. of slyly alluding to it. Oh my goodness! I yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't pick can, up on that. I I might be no, dumb. No, I'm that's so fine. sorry. No, no, oh, hey, hey, no, 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 you're, you're not dumb, you know, the powers that be, the scientists, the Republicans, the centrist Democrats, they want to keep magic out of the public eye, but thanks to, you know, witchy mortals, we've, 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 we've persisted, we're still here, and that's actually part of the point of this talk show, is to bring magic out to mortals, so don't feel bad that you weren't aware, but yes, we can take you into any of the cards you want. Uh, you could meet any of the characters from the cards if you want to. They're all based on real things. No, no, yeah. I could meet I, and I, hug Karn the Silver Golem. I will. Uh, you certainly could. Yes, yeah, he's yes. a cuddly fella, and I, of the I have Death done. I have done Black Lotus. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Well, Black it, Lotus is the it's most real. expensive magic. It's character. fantastic. Wow, wow. which makes sense. It's mind blowing. No, that's that's a fun card. Uh, I remember when I was a young lad, uh, seeing those around for sale in stores for uh, just three or four hundred dollars for the single. Card. <laughs> now it goes for something like I think eighteen to twenty thousand, depending on the that quality. Is, that's what? absolutely insane. Now, see, it's this is the nuts. sort of mortal magic of. <laughs> assets and investments because i even don't really understand how on earth that happens i uh, i'm just starting yeah. to get into ma- uh like the magic of uh, the economics and it, it, this is yeah. still mind-boggling so when when they do a reprint how does it affect these cars that are so rare oh yes yes 
Uh, well, it uh, it depends because uh, they still have restrictions in place at their company to choose how things are uh, reprinted. So, for example, there are some cards that will never get a reprint, and that is part of the reason why the Black Lotus has now, gone how, up in price so much. How are they enforcing that? Is there a blood oath involved? Or is it just lawyers? Uh, it's it's lawyers. There's actually a very okay. interesting legal problem where uh, at some point – in like 1994 or 1995, someone at the company gave a public statement in regards to a set of cards that are referred to now in the fandom as the Power Nine. Ooh, uh, oh. I like that. The name. Power Nine were all banned because they were truly too powerful. And after a certain point, or sorry, I'm sorry, they weren't banned. They were restricted, which means they weren't going to be reprinted anymore. Uh, and as a result, all of the cards in the Power Nine have just increased in value exponentially because they were pretty much all in the very first printing of uh, the alpha set. A few mm-hmm. of them got reprinted in beta and that's about it. And so that's, you know, 20, gosh, 25, 27 years ago, something like that. 26 years wow. ago. That is an um, amazing uh, long life for a trading card game. Truly is. Uh, I also dabbled <laughs> in the mid nineties in the Star Wars trading card game, which yes, yes, I know it well. I believe was a lot like Magic, but worse. It was much worse, and that's <laughs> that's the reason that I don't talk to my father. Oh, oh, oh. no! So you've wow, uh, you've lost a lot of different family members to the passion of cards over the I years. I just want to be explicit here. Uh, uh-huh. Trading card games are serious business, and. When people are frivolous with it or treat it like some sort of game, I I have difficulty with that. Uh, Steve, do you not play Magic the Gathering? Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a silly guy. Why would I? No. Oh, come on. It's too complicated. It's too complicated. <laughs> it's because it's too complicated. Okay. <laughs> have you tried to play it? There's so many rules. Uh, I watched some guys at a comic book shop play one time, and uh, even even my immortal mind could not truly comprehend the order of what the hell was happening. And they made it more complicated at some point, too. I, uh, How did they do when that? When I came back from Safari, I, I found that they had changed things a little bit, and, uh, well, it was uh, confusing. What, was that like adding tokens or something? Because I, I don't comprehend the whole token system at all. I can tell you, well, that was just this year. Uh, tokens, the, the token system is very complicated, but it, uh, it, it, it they, they just added, uh, what did they do? It used to be that every creature would have powers based in like a, uh, like a stat, uh, state-based sort of a situation. Mm-hmm. And this, this set they released in the spring, Ikoria, introduces a change to that, which is Mind uh, instead of state-based effects... They Can't. have ability to Comprehend. apply counters. It's uh, too much. Uh, Mind shutting down. <sighs> I I have a question for you. Um, has Magic the Gathering enriched your life in any way? Because it seems like every time you pick up a card game, you you lose a loved one. You're estranged from your father. It. I, I want to know. Is it good for you to keep doing this? I make about $50,000 a week flipping cards, so I... Well, that answers that. Yeah. 
Good job. It's fine. It's fine. Money can buy you friends. It's okay. <laughs> yes. I have a lot of money. <laughs> That's great. Do you, do you find yourself using your speculative powers for other stuff as well? Or is it exclusively you're inside of the, the magic economy? I, you know, I tried to diversify into gold for a little while. Like uh, buying and I, selling real gold or? Well, yes. How, how else would you? In, what? Yes. World yes, of Warcraft gold it, farming. I don't know. There's lots of oh, gold out there. Oh, I never played that game. Ah, hmm. uh, well. <laughs> that that, yes, was, that uh, was my speculative market right there. <laughs> it's the gold, gold market. Oh. Wait, so there's gold to be had in online gaming? Absolutely. It's a lot of it is just about you basically can create farms by because gold drops at a specific rate on specific monsters. And so the whole point is you have to kill those monsters to get more gold. Gold has real in-game value for skill point progression and whatnot. So all you got to do is basically there were entire farms of gold where you would have people being paid minimum wage, primarily in China, to go out, kill these uh, monsters. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, okay, I'm back. Uh, sorry, my my mind melted down. He's trying to explain magic, but now that you're now, now that you're talking about the, the baby's first MMO of WoW, uh, yeah. it's so simple that I was able to come back to consciousness. Yep, exactly. Simple stuff. I mean, then you Ooh. can get into the EverQuest two like crafting game, Uh-oh. but that's different. Uh, okay, yeah, careful, careful. Ooh. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do go it. back a moment. You said yes, yes, there were people getting paid minimum wage in China. Are they getting well, paid? In the game or with real money? With real money because they with, sell yeah. the gold for real money. Wow. Yeah. So, like, um, you have to clock in and, like, grind. Wow. And that that's all terrible. you do the entire day. Yeah, it's sort of, you know, it's um, – so you, know, you don't play magic. So you're not, like, turning your hobby into your job. But for, like, if someone is a gamer and then you have to just – play a game in the most boring way for eight hours. That does, that sounds like a nightmare. It truly oh, yeah. does. Yeah. Anyway, Steve. Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> we're, we're running up on time here. We, we want to let you get back to your hunting speculation. Um, did Thanks. you have any uh, uh, final thoughts you wanted to address or any final Maybe final words of advice for any aspiring magic investors. Yes, yes. Uh, if you want to get into the game, don't. Stay the fuck out. <laughs> this is my game. I'm the one making the money here. And if you try to weasel in on me like those assholes at uh, Magic Goldfish or Tellurian Community <laughs> College, oh, I'm going to have some problems with it. <laughs> All right. There you go, mortal. Step up. Now, uh, Steve, after this... This is just me guessing. Um, are you going to dive into like a Scrooge McDuck vault full of cards and money and, and maybe like uh, sniff them in your face and like just bathe yourself in the cards? Well, I wouldn't dive into them because that might bend them. And even a minor oh, sure, bend sure. or scuff is enough to reduce the monetary value pretty significantly. But I uh, also probably wouldn't smell them because a lot of really? the new cards they've been releasing just stink. They stink bad. What? Literally stink? Yes, there's some new printing process they've done. Wow. And I, I don't know what the whole idea is, but uh, opening a fresh pack when I was younger meant this 
wonderful sense experience. So you sure. hear the crinkle of the foil, and you'd open it, and yeah. there's there always be a smell, this fresh printing smell that was so much closer to uh, like a, a newly bound book. And yes, something yes. That they're doing with this uh, this new process, it smells like ah. Uh, it smells like urine, kind of like a very strong oh, no. cat piss kind of a smell. It's very, very chemically and and very unpleasant. It does go away, but you have to like let the cards air out. <laughs> that and is truly bizarre. It's not a pleasant process. I had a couple of packs that I bought in, I guess, the spring, and I just had to keep them open on a table for about a week before I stopped smelling. Wow. And the company is aware of this, and they've done nothing about it? Uh, they're aware of it, and they are crowing about uh, the improvement in their printing technology. Okay. You know, I, I think, um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was, I was thinking from the smell and the length of time that, in fact, crows might be the problem. How so? Well, like the the crows are maybe uh, putting, you know, pouring buckets of pee uh, onto the cards because they're upset with something that someone who makes the cards has done. Like maybe um, they've tapped into one too many spirits of ravens for the black ink or something. I don't know. Crows, you say? Well, they're I mean, very smart be. and they hold grudges. They do. Oh yeah, no, it's. <laughs> I mean, I know that because I'm immortal and I've dealt with crows and ravens for a long time but your model scientists have actually proven that crows can remember faces and tell the other crows who they don't like well that's like, terrifying like, like human faces yeah yes i've got to stop telling crows to eat shit <laughs> maybe that's it maybe they see oh. you with so many cards that they said fuck this guy we're gonna go to the source we're gonna oh, ruin his cards how rude oh, that's rude well I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> are these the sort of problems see. that you deal with on a daily basis? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's sort of, yeah, I mean, that's sort of a basic one. You know, we crows are not the worst thing I've had to suss out and hunt, that's for sure. Oh, wow. Well, what is? Uh, I mean, Summersbane was pretty bad. Summersbane used to be my mortal enemy. In mm. fact, oh. at, 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 first, at, at the very first show we did, he tried to murder me and take over the show. Yeah. <laughs> But we kind of came you're... around to it. Now we're friends. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're the best of pals. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that. Oh, friendship <laughs> is magic. Yeah, and uh, and now yeah. we know that neither of us should ever get into a card game seriously because it'll, it'll just drive us oh. apart. No, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> it is a wedge that comes between many people. <laughs> and that is a shame, Steve. But we are glad to hear about your success. We thank you very much for the primer on the topic. Uh, and we promised to take you to Guy's Cradle, so that's where we're going to go. If we could all just... Hop through the portal there. Oh, wow. What? Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this, this is a portal. Portals are real. Uh, if you just go on through, uh, we'll see you there uh, on the other side. I already made a reservation at the spa. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Uh, All right. I'm not going to have any sort of uh, event horizon experience when I go through here, am I? No, oh, that's a different... Well, it's a health I mean, portal. well... What? Uh, there's a very slim chance you might. I wasn't going to mention it because you probably won't. I didn't want to scare you. But since you're aware, yeah, I would keep one eye open when you go through. Okay. Well, thank All right. you. This has been a delight. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for, 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 for coming, Steve. It's, it's been great to talk to you. Ooh. <laughs> 
well, Summer's Bane. Uh, you know, I'm so Ooh. glad that we got to take him to, to see Gaia's cradle. It was, it was lovely to see his eyes light up when oh, the my place goodness. from the card was right in front of him. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I I was really excited for him. He's so excited. I mean, you and I go there. Sure. I mean, it, it hasn't lost its charm, but it, it's just no. not as magical. It's not as blowing it my be, mind every know. time. You know, it was weird when he tried to like take plants and, and take them back. Uh, that was like kind of yeah. A no-no. You know, it's a sort of you know pack out what you packed in situation, really. Yeah, when he explained we it to him, no it was trace. nice. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it, it was it was delightful to see a mortal experience magic for the first time, and we hope that's a bit like what you're experiencing at home when you hear us here on the podcast or watch our live show, which is streaming every Friday at Twitch.tv/WizWorldLive, 8 p.m. Make sure to check us out there. We we hope you're enjoying this. We're trying to bring you more. We've got more podcasts, more shows, got more content coming. It's a whole big deal. Um, but yeah, so thank you for listening. Thank you to our guest, Steve Sturban, a.k.a. Matt Needles. Uh, Summer's Bane, any final thoughts on what we learned today? I think we've learned that magic, especially the gathering, can can destroy your life on a number of levels. Not necessarily yeah. just financially, but man, he didn't say hi to his family or his yeah. dad. Yeah. or Magic always has a price. And the gathering is no exception. Anyway, (laughs) it's just, it comes in through the Zencaster just Just a little bit back. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, maybe you can be a fucking professional and fucking deal. We've been doing this (laughs) podcast for 40 years. You can't handle a monitor delay? (laughs) For fuck's sake! That song at the end of the episode, for sure. That's that's our, that's our little outtake this time. <laughs>